This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome back to WSHIT's continuing coverage of the 2020 presidential election. We just heard President Donald J. Trump from the South Lawn make an impassioned plea for another four years, accepting his nomination from the Republican National Committee in front of a packed audience at the White House. We have a who's who of special commentators tonight, so let's not delay, let's dig right in. We have on my left, here from the extraordinary piece of television history and one of my favorite shows of all time, Family Matters, this is Steve Quincy Urkel. Next, the inventor of the Donald Trump, Mike Pence, Cha-Cha, Chia Pet, Michael Jones, McGillicuddy, what a piece of art the Cha-Cha Chia is. And the always effervescent semi-pro wrestler, Lady Danielle Chatterley. Lady Chatterley, I apologize. You are in a neck brace tonight. I apologize for putting you on my right. Just look straight ahead. Things will be fine. But let's start with the queen of primetime. And now, YouTube outlaw Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr, what say you of Donald J. Trump's speech tonight? Does he convince more women to vote for him? Go. You know what I think? You know, discuss amongst yourselves if you don't agree. You don't really have to burn me at the stake for dis- for not agreeing with me. But Trump is, in my opinion, the first woman president of the United States. Never at a loss for words. Roseanne Barr calls them like she sees them. I appreciate the honesty. We're going to take a quick commercial break and be right back to WSHIT's continuing coverage of the presidential election 2020. In early 2020, the world shut down. Stores, restaurants, schools, and whole communities shut their doors in an effort to protect human life. As the world quickly changed, one man went on Facebook to get a degree in Internet Epidemiology. Brian, along with his lab assistant, Hotley, are curing coronavirus by commenting on fake news and reposting recipes of secret virus cures from a friend of a friend who works high up in government. Join Brian and Hoadley as they discuss the world and life during this forced interruption. Learning, laughing, and loving in this real-life commercial break. On this episode of The Commercial Break... I've seen him in the wild. Place. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him in the wild. I've seen him in like uh, in gardens where they're growing for food, but I'm not sure that's the same type of poppy where you get the opium that's, I don't know either. that's good for you. And by good for you, I mean gets you high. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great. Listen, uh, I need, if you've got any, I need some kerosene, some drain cleaner, and uh, 350 packs of Sudafed. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
May I ask what you're using it for? Uh, I've got a school project <laughs> with my son. Hello? 911, how can I help you? It's me, Judy. I've fallen and I can't get up. Uh, let me put you through to Joe Biden. <laughs> it's like, the fuck? The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. It's another edition of your favorite Wednesday podcast, The Commercial Break, episode 2-1. That's 2-1 for all my scorekeepers out there. I'm Brian Green. This is my good friend Chrissy Hoadley coming to you live from the pandemic studio based somewhere in North Georgia. But I won't tell you where, creepos. Welcome to the garden. The, may the accommodations be fantastic for you. I've got some cameras set up under the bed, but fear not. Those are just to make sure that the animals don't get you. Can you position your ass a little bit to the right? I'm very excited about this. Welcome to Bob and Joe's Airbnb. How can I help you? Uh, yes, I'm here for my stay. Fantastic. What kind of uh, pants are you wearing? Uh, why does that matter? I just want to make sure I've got the camera angle correct. <laughs> Chrissy just told me that she'll be staying at an Airbnb in an exclusive garden here in North Georgia. And I said, well, with a garden like that, they must have like a like a groundskeeper, like an innkeeper or a groundskeeper. And I'm like, got to be careful with those guys, you know. They're around flowers all day long. <laughs> Who knows what they're growing? I they just learned that it's... Peaceful people. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't have anything against gardeners yet. <laughs> I don't have anything against gardeners yet, but uh, give me a couple of weeks and I'm sure I'll find out something wrong with them so I can bitch and complain. Uh, but I just found out that it's legal or is it illegal? I can't remember which one it is. So again, my research... My internet research goes deep, <laughs> uh, but I can't. I can't uh, There's a I, big difference. I too, think it's legal and illegal to uh, to grow poppy in the United States. Is that correct? Could that be I correct? I think that's correct. It's a flower. It's a flower. So mm-hmm. I'm so I'm going to start growing poppy in my backyard. <laughs> I'm going to save on pain medication bills around this household. I've seen poppies out. I've seen them in the wild. Place. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them in the wild. I've seen them in like uh, in gardens where they're growing for food, but I'm not sure that's the same type of poppy where you get the opium. That's, I don't know either. That's good for you, and by good for you, I mean gets you high. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. Whatever. I think a poppy's a poppy, but uh, maybe not. Hey, listen. Yeah, we no, should... there's a difference. No, there's a difference. We're really educating people. Yeah, we're educating right? people. <laughs> if you're now. <laughs> Because we're experts, <laughs> we're internet experts on pop on all things poppy seed. <laughs> now, let me tell you, I do know there is a difference. There's like the California poppy, which isn't going to do much for you, and then there's like the Afghan poppy, which is like mm. what you know you can make some tea out of the whatever, or you could just go ahead and make heroin out of it. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> I was reading online that you that people are people they stop selling, or there's a run on black Afghan poppy seeds because pe- what people do is there's the little residue that gets on the seeds like you i watched a lady she squished a or shook a poppy flower and a million seeds came out of it like a million seeds came out of it little black oh, wow. tiny little seeds and i mean it just kept on going she kept on hitting it and kept on and so there's a little residue on that little poppy seed and you can take that and then you brew it into a tea and then there you go then you know you have <laughs> Then you're going to have a nice afternoon <laughs> floating <laughs> yes. in outer space, right? <laughs> but other people were saying on this 
page that I was reading there, the comments and the guy was like, you know, nice work telling everybody how to die of an overdose. And I'm like, did you really die of an overdose making opium tea, like poppy tea? But I guess you could. No, actually, that's funny that you're reading something about heroin because I was reading something (laughs) earlier about heroin as well. And there's some kind of chemical that's, I guess, made by a U.S. company, but sold to Mexico. Okay. And that's there. There was like an outrage, you know, in the article. They were like, "Wow, is this like, like why are they doing this? And why are they allowed to do this?" And what, it was, is it like a morphine uh, derivative like a, or something? It's like a chemical compound they use to make cigarette filters. Okay. Yeah. And it. To, and it. Yeah. It has you anything to do with that. opium. You you mix that with the poppy. Oh really? And that makes the heroin. Oh, so a U.S. company was selling the the combination for. The chemical uh, yeah. that's used in heroin. I knew it. And I meth, knew it. apparently. Podcast universe. How can I help you? <laughs> yes, it's Brian from the commercial break again. Oh, hi, Brian. I just got your check for $17,000. Don't worry. That banner ad will be up real soon. Great. Listen, uh, I need, if you've got any, I need some kerosene, some drain cleaner, and uh, 350 packs of Sudafed. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Do you, do you need that with the banner ad or without the banner ad? Do you want subscribers with that? Yeah, if you want to throw in a few subscribers. May I ask what you're using it for? Uh, I've got a school project with my son. Oh, okay, no problem. Let me put you down there. Let me transfer you to our, let me transfer you to our, Chinese, to our Chinese division. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. No problem. Just call me if you need more subscribers. <laughs> That's Podcast Universe. We're always here to help. The commercial break. <laughs> They're so helpful. They are so helpful. <laughs> paid, just paid them yesterday. Still waiting for those subscribers. Don't worry. We have a little delay in our statistics, but things will be back up and running any day now. <laughs> We're always here to help 24 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, I got your email at 4 a.m. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, I just wanted to know if you needed any more subscribers, because, <laughs> you know, rent is due in a couple of days, so I just needed to know if you wanted more subscribers. You know me, I'm a podcaster, I'll pay anything for subscribers. Oh, man, I know you, no, oh, yes, I do. <laughs> Got your social security number and everything. <laughs> Two Facebook pages, couple credit cards, you and me, are, we're like the same guy. <laughs> Did you just buy that iMac? No, 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 that wasn't me. That was my assistant, Gonzalez. <laughs> anyway, I'll get back to you on the soda fed. Thanks. Bye. Bye, Brian. <laughs> Bye, Brian. It's your ego. <laughs> TCBpodcast.com. TCBpodcast.com is where you go to find out more information about Christian. I read all the show notes. You can listen to all the episodes. And coming to you soon from our pandemic studio. We are going to be broadcasting on YouTube or we'll be, we have a, we're recording this on video so that we can then show it to the world on YouTube. (laughs) And so I've got some guys that are helping me out with production, right? Some uh, friends of mine, good friends of mine. Actually, it's my brother-in-law who's helping out. His name is Gustavo. He's a wonderful human being. He's just, and he's figuring out how to do all these cool things with video production so that he can help us out. Yeah. It's really ending up being very cool. So I'm excited to show everybody, but I was like, listen, anything you want to do, brother, it's on you. You just go ahead and you do it. I give you free reign, you know, yeah. uh, trust your judgment. And my wife is also helping too. Yeah. Um, and so Gustavo's probably like, can I cut you out of the picture? <laughs> can I put a big logo in front of your face? No problem, brother. 
He's like, the first thing he said, the first thing my wife said is, can you get that fucking windscreen out of your face? <laughs> so I have this windscreen for the microphone and you can't see my face. And I said, is that really doing us any harm? She's like, well, second thought. Yeah, it doesn't. So anyway, go to tcbpodcast.com and you can drop us a line, info at tcbpodcast.com. If you have any audio clips, parody songs, or something funny that you've done, some satire bit or whatever, send it to us. And as long as you own it, it's your copyright. Uh, we'd like to start getting the audience involved in that. So send it straight to that email. If you have a larger file, send me an email and I will figure out how to get those larger files over to me. And don't forget to sign up for the break room. Every month we'll send you a newsletter with additional content that you will not hear on the regular podcast channels like Podcast Universe. That's right. We do not have the break room yet. Don't, don't <laughs> worry. I'm working on it. <laughs> do you want to carry the, the break room? Sure. Okay, with exclusive content, how much are you going to pay me? What? Me pay you? No, 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 no. It works the other way around. Listen, I can get you six more subscribers to the break room for $5,000. You just have to pay me before the 15th. I've got to pay Verizon. <laughs> okay, no problem. I'm sending that right over. Thanks. Uh, and so when you join the break room, you'll get that. And also, I think we're probably going to, the first three or four episodes of the YouTube uh, video version of the commercial break will only send to the break room members while we get all the hair in the dog straightened out. Like, what am I going to do with my studio here? This is completely bang. I, I know I've got the blind. Yeah, I know you've like, got broken blinds. blinds. <laughs> One of the things came off. Last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real class operation. You're running over there. <laughs> you have no idea. What Where are you living in blinds. the pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. I feel like you're in a house with it. I, just because I can see the background, I feel like it's what you see on the opening shot of every episode of My 600 Pound Life. Looks like that where the blinds are missing. <laughs> and the lady's like, I've been eating cheeseburgers. You have no idea. Three cheeseburgers a morning for six years. I, I, can't, I can't stop watching that show. Have you watched it? No, but like, Rachel loves it too. Okay, I don't watch it. My 600 Pound Life. disturbing. Horribly disturbing is what it is. At first, I found it very interesting. And then I found it kind of like macabre, like it was kind of macabre, but yeah. you were watching it like a train wreck. You couldn't stop watching it. Yeah. And now I find I'm, I have all the, uh, uh, like the utmost empathy for these folks. Now, listen, I understand, you know, you got to get your shit together and stop eating. Yeah, but it's an addiction. It is it's just like anything else. It's like mm -hmm. an alcoholic or a drug addict. And, you know, I don't know, but I think some of us see those people with, I look upon them with empathy because I know they're just going through mm -hmm. a tough time and hopefully they can get themselves out of it. And now I look at those people in my 600 pound life with a lot of empathy because I'm like, holy shit, yeah. you got a long road ahead of you, kid, oh, no. and you got to put the Cheetos down. But it still is very fascinating to see how food, something that we all take for granted, something that we all eat, you know, three, two, three times a day, whatever it is, mm -hmm. can consume someone's life in such a negative way. And mm -hmm. and then the physical manifestation of that is amazeballs. Like that's their ah, drug. I yeah, mean, like drugs. Yeah, that's their drug. It's, it's the crazy. Food. And that Doctor Nauzard, and I just love that guy. He's just like he's this little German guy. Name is Doctor Nauzard. He doesn't even. Yeah, he barely speaks English. But he's like he he. If someone comes in and they're like, he's like, why haven't you lost the seventy five pounds I told you to lose last time? And they're like, well, you know, I, it was a rough month for me, and so I had forty more honey buns than I was supposed to. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, these are excuses, and excuses are killing you. And go ahead and die. I don't care. And they're like, but but doctor, now I I need the surgery. I know you need the surgery. I you need the surgery like you need a fork in the eyeball until you stop eating those freaking honey buns. You're you're going to die. 
He just tells him, like it is. He, just, he doesn't even sugarcoat yeah. it. He's like, you're fat and you're dying. <laughs> Stop yeah. eating the honey buns. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, geez, doctor, now give him a little bit of a break. But then again, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe the school of hard knocks. Love. Yeah, it's yeah. tough love. So, um, so we're still here. We're still in the pandemic. I just wanted to let you know yes. that. Yes. I just got a COVID test. I just got a COVID test also. And just to follow up on last week's episode, I did not have coronavirus as I had feared. I just had a bad headache that wouldn't go (laughs) away for five days. I still haven't (laughs) gotten to the bottom of that one, but... Uh, you have a newborn. I do. I have <laughs> and a newborn. a two-year-old. So I'm just going to go out on a limb. I have a newborn and a two-year-old and a podcast with four subscribers. I mean, you know. Did you see my cool cup that my wife got me? Look at that. Mm. It's got the TCB logo on it, the, the commercial break logo. I love it. it. It's awesome. I, I think it's so it. cool. We'll show people when they see the video. But I, I love, love that it. we've got some merch. Yeah. You're drinking wine and I'm drinking tea <laughs> because I have a two-year-old and a newborn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, Irving will take that newborn if you want. You can send you can send me over to Irving's house. He loves your grandchildren. He loves you. He just loves you so much, Brian. Did you call Irving today? No, Mom. I'm in the middle of doing the show. Okay, honey, but just do me a favor. Call Irving, and if you get a chance, go buy Elegant Nails because it's just awesome. Hey, honey, guess what I did today? What did you do today, Mom? Well... I went and I got a full body massage, but they don't even touch you. <laughs> How is that possible, Mom? I'm not really sure, but they just told me they don't even touch you. They've got a big. <laughs> she was encased in plastic. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I gotta go. Okay. Bye, Brian. Bye, Mom. Um, so it's 2020, and like we're all still stuck in this fucking pandemic. Luckily, I'm negative. You're negative. Yeah. Um, we found a great testing place that's here, but now. Mm-hmm. Who knows if they'll continue to do that because the CDC has come out with even more confusing guidelines as far as the pandemic is concerned. It seems, listen, uh, I really don't fucking care what side of the aisle you're on. We all need to work together to get out of the pandemic with our sanity and our financial lives and ourselves intact. So, you know, I think that there are some ideas that are good on both sides of the aisle. Uh, I agree that shutting down the entire economy for months and months on end probably isn't the wisest of ideas. We've got to figure out a way. But my thought is, is if we can't do that, if that doesn't make any sense, then isn't testing the way out of this? Like, don't yeah. then we just get a test like every fucking day almost. Right. And I, that way I've said that. Yeah, that's just so I agree know. with you because yeah. I really don't think it's the people that are sick with coronavirus, like sick, sick and bed sick that are spreading it. It's the people that don't know they have it that's correct i, I agree with you 100 percent. talking to people and doing stuff like nothing's wrong they're, and then they're spreading it around it's so. just one of those things they're just like they're it's the, the super spreaders the people who are yeah. spreading before they get sick or whenever mm-hmm. you know or they asymptomatic there's some confusion about that too the problem is there is no consensus on this if you turn yeah. on cnn it's one thing if you turn on fox it's another thing if you look at ap press it's a third thing you go to the cdc it's a fourth thing there's yep. the who donald trump you know my governor my local city mayor they're all saying different things and it's mm-hmm. confusing as fuck to be honest with you yeah so i think the best thing to do is just i guess protect myself the best that i know how which yeah. of course i'm an adult and i should make my own decisions i get that argument too but you know the cdc saying that people shouldn't get tested is like what Wait, what? Why would you why would you even say that? Why would you even put that out to anybody? If you have symptoms, go get tested. If you don't have symptoms and you're going to be in a situation where you could spread the virus or you just were on a flight. What? I know. We're like going through an airport, which I was and I wanted to get tested for peace of mind. It's I didn't catch it. Stop it right now. 
You're asking for the bar. <laughs> it's like totally confusing to me, and I, I just don't get yeah. it. But okay, let's just take that. What I wanted to say is that 2020 probably couldn't get any fucking worse. Unless, of course, an asteroid hit the Earth, which is what NASA is now saying might happen. Listen what? to this. Listen to this. Shit. <laughs> if you haven't heard this one. NASA put out a bulletin a couple days ago uh, where they said an asteroid is coming and heading toward Earth. It's about six to eight feet long. It's heading for Earth. And there's between a one and a two percent chance that it could hit Earth. Now, that sounds like way too many percentage chances for me because it's fucking 2020. So, you know, there's a hundred percent chance that it's going to fucking hit the Earth. Right. (laughs) Right. And so then they say it's likely if it was to hit the Earth, it would hit the Earth in the United States of America. Of course. Because the whole world is burning down and starts with this yeah. shit show going on here in the United States. But it could hit one of three places, but they are not going to say where. Oh, really? They refuse to say where because why they don't want to they... start panic. That's why. It's because they but don't want to start they... the whole world on fire over this. I mean, coldly, it's like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You got to tell me where. Because Why did they I... even come out with the story at all? Uh, <laughs> they should have just kept that under wraps. And I like... don't know. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, it's going to hit somewhere between Los Angeles and New York. It's only 16 to 18 miles wide. (laughs) Six to eight feet wide sounds pretty big to me if it's coming 165 million miles per hour toward the earth. I'm really scared now. I'm like, this sounds, this is exactly the way that they're phrasing this is exactly how they would phrase it if they know shit is really going to happen. Because they're like, well, listen, just everyone calm down here for a second. <laughs> Thank you for coming to the press conference about the asteroid coming to Earth. I am the NASA administrator, Donald Tr- Trump Jr. the fourth, <laughs> And uh, I just wanted to tell everybody that, yes, an asteroid is heading for Earth. There is between a 1% and 99% chance that it, <laughs> that it could hit, hit the Earth. I don't want anyone to worry. It's smallish ish. Uh, it's between six and eight hundred <laughs> feet wide. Uh, we really can't tell. Uh, we don't have a tape measure up there. I just want you to know that, so everyone settle down. Uh, thank you. I have a question. Yes, you in the back row with the uh, bald head. Uh, yes, Brian Green from the commercial break. The what? The commercial break <laughs> podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's you. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, can you tell us where you think it might hit? Uh, well, listen, I just want to say the <laughs> following words to you just to give you some comfort. Yes, we know it's coming. Yes, we know there's a pretty good chance that it's going to hit the earth. The United States has about a 99% chance of getting a direct hit. But I want everyone to calm down because that 1% chance looks really good right now. <laughs> and can you tell us exactly where it's going to hit? Chicago, Atlanta, Detroit, North Carolina, <laughs> South Carolina, South Dakota, California, Seattle, Texas, uh, Mississippi, and New Mexico. One of those. <laughs> yeah, thank you. This is what they say when they know it's going to hit somewhere because they don't want panic. They don't want everyone sure like totally going fucking bananas, right? And which they would, which yeah. they would, of course they would. Mm-hmm. If you said there's a one percent chance in the year ninety in the year twenty twenty that an asteroid's going to hit the Earth in the United States and New York looks likely, everyone would run. They'd all yeah. run to neighboring states or as far away as they could get, and New York City would be empty, and it would be a total shit show, and it yeah. would just be like, you know, fucking, yeah. I don't know, prison rules, right? It would just be insane. And so I think the way that they're phrasing this makes me just a little bit nervous. Like, yes, it might hit the United States, but we can't tell you. We, we're not going to share with you where. <laughs> 
please. Can you please uh, share with us where? You can call me. Oh, you call me. <laughs> please. Because I just want to know. It's, it makes me very uh, nervous. To, and you know when it's going to hit? You know when? Just take a guess. Take a guess. Mm. November 2nd-ish. November oh. 2nd-ish. Election day. <laughs> Oh, total Lord. fucking shit show. Holy, I swear to I God, know. it's a for total shit I'm show. Not, for some reason, I'm not even that nervous. I'm like, well, just bring it on, I guess. You're not nervous? <laughs> I mean... I'm like, I don't know if we can do anything about it. Or do they have like the, the lasers that can shoot it away <laughs> or something? Wasn't there some program? Do, yes, yes. I think Bruce Willis was in that program. <laughs> With Ben Affleck <laughs> and Will Smith, <laughs> and with- <laughs> where's Bruce Willis when you need him? He's hiding in his uh, Santa Monica bunker. That's for sure. The year 2020 is going to turn out to be the worst year in human history. I'm sure of it. With this yeah. election coming up. Speaking of the election, we saw the Democrats had their DNC, uh, the, the the Democratic National Convention, which was, uh, you know, I watched most of it. I think it was. Yeah pleasantly done i'm not sure there was any huge surprises i'm not sure that it convinced anybody that wasn't already convinced to vote for joe biden to vote for joe biden i will say that i i uh can appreciate michelle obama's speech i thought that kamala harris did a good job of you know making herself humanized so i thought oh you know fair's fair let's see if there's if i can tune into the rnc and see if there's (laughs) anything that convinces me otherwise because i i really am open-minded voted for both sides of the aisle and will continue to do so Mm -hmm. whoever i think is best for the job right and i'll root on whoever's in the office so uh so i turn over to the rnc and holy shit man it's like uh, a fire and brimstone over there i mean listen not that I, i gotta also say this just to be like absolutely fair about this the Democrats did quite a bit of fear mongering, too. They also said if Donald Trump gets elected, the whole world's going to burn down and we can't four more years. And that may or may not be true. We, we may or may not find out. Right. Yeah. Um, but they did the same tactics just in a much softer type of way. But Donald Trump's RNC convention, that's like a I don't know. It's like a reality show on Fox. It's a, it, it's just it's must see television. This RNC going on right now. It's, I can't even see. I can't even watch it. I yeah, can't. I feel it like may, I have to make watch me mad. It. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Listen, yeah, we know. So I'll let you tell me about the okay. highlights. <laughs> so there's this lady, Kimberly Guilfoyle, right? Kimberly yeah. Guilfoyle is of is the, Gavin Newsom, who is the current governor, governor of California, the most yeah. liberal state in the union, without any question, right? Yeah. And Gavin Newsom is a full-hearted, blood bleeding heart liberal who's yeah. oh, just trying to do his best in California while it's also burning to the ground. It right? really is. It's, it's, this, is his for, this is his ex-wife who is giving this <sighs> speech. Who She is now somehow landed Don Trump Jr., their boyfriend yeah. and girlfriend, which to me is yeah. just like the creepiest couple alive. They Both really of them are. look like they're, I don't know, Robots. they just, yeah, they're weird. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The whole scene just doesn't feel great to me, right, with Kimberly and yeah. Don Jr., no. Yeah. <laughs> <I agree>. <laughs> <laughs> it feels to me it feels to me like their bedroom is a weird place where weird <laughs> things happen, right? This <laughs> is I take it there. I go I go there in my yeah. mind and I feel like <laughs> I don't know. Don Jr.'s dressed up like a infant, like crying in the corner and Gil foils, like in some, you know, leather strap dress with a strap on on. Like, 
You're gonna get it, Don Jr. <laughs> I love it, Mistress Kimberly. <laughs> so Kimberly decides, or whoever decides, I don't know. They're gonna put Kimberly up there to speak on behalf. Was she a Fox News? Wasn't she, was she on Fox? News? She was on Fox News. She was a Fox okay. News analyst for analyst. a long time. Yeah, so so okay. the, so now she's she's with Don Trump Jr. They say, why don't you get up there and give a speech? Because, you know, you're media savvy. And I think yeah. that there are <laughs> people who like Trump probably like Kimberly Guilfoyle. She's, yeah. you know, formerly a Fox and all this other stuff. She was a super spreader of the virus, though, too. Remember that? What? Yeah. Yeah. She got no. it right at Trump's thing in Dakota in South Dakota, or North Dakota. Kimberly Guilfoyle did? Ra- yeah, she got it and had to be like quarantined but it showed her like that day talking to donors and really no mask, no mask already and they had yeah. no idea yeah. had yeah, no had, idea didn't know mm-hmm. and then she found out she had it so. uh, i would have thought all the silicone in her body would have killed the coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> but i guess not yeah. okay so kimberly yeah. guilfoyle gets up to give this speech yes. and holy it is like one it's some it, i've never <laughs> ever seen anything like this in my watch in all my years of being kind of like you know uh, Politic guy, right? Never seen anything <laughs> like it. Kimberly Guilfoyle gives, she, first of all, she's speaking to nobody. There's nobody in the audience except for Don Jr., who you can see in some videos. He's like kind of giving her high five before she gets on stage or as she's on stage. Yeah. There's nobody in the crowd. There's no, there's no crowd. She's just on this huge stage with all these flags lining behind her. And she gets up and here's what goes on. Let me, let me start you off with it. I'm just going to go quickly through it. It's like eight minutes long. I'm not going to play the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Listen to the crescendo here, right? Here's how she comes out. They will defund, dismantle. Oh, wait, hold on. Good evening, America. I'm Kimberly Guilfoyle. I speak to you tonight as a mother, a former prosecutor, a Latina, and a proud American. And yes, a proud supporter of President Donald J. Trump. Why? Because he is the president who delivers for America. Okay, so she comes out. She's, you know... She's she's loud, but okay. She's she's going into her speech. First of all, mm-hmm. I want to point something out. Do you hear how she's saying America? America. Yes. America <laughs> reminds me of something, doesn't it? Marriage. <laughs> Marriage is what brings us together today. I love totally that. reminded me of this, right? I don't know why she's saying America like that, but she's saying America. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now she's now two minutes in. She starts talking about her ex-husband's state. It is a place of immense wealth, immeasurable innovation and immaculate environment. And the Democrats turned it into a land of discarded heroin needles in parks, riots in streets and blackouts in homes. In President Trump's America, we light things up. We don't dim them down. Whoa. What in the good fuck are you talking about? And Donald Trump's America, <laughs> we do not turn the fan off, we turn it on <laughs> What are you talking about? The blackouts? What? Are yeah. there blackouts in California? I mean, yeah, there have always been blackouts in California, haven't there? Yeah. Like yeah they have a rolling like, pro- yeah. power problem. It is a country of discarded condoms. <laughs> discarded condoms. <laughs> Discarded condoms and CNN anchors dead in the streets. <laughs> it's like, what, the, what are you talking about? The land of her, heroin needles? Yeah. What is she? I don't understand. I don't. I mean, am I missing something? Was there like a, a story about heroin needles on the streets or something? 
No. Okay, no, so just just not. making sure that I'm not fucking yeah, crazy because this lady's fucking targeting. crazy. She's just targeting California. Okay. Now, ready? We're now we're gonna go six minutes in. Now listen to the vocal change here, right? She's already yelling at the crowd. Uh, no crowd. There's no crowd. She's already yeah. yelling to no one, just a bunch of microphones. Good evening, America. Oh, wait, hold on. They will defund, dismantle, and destroy America's law enforcement. When you are in trouble and need police, don't count on the Democrats. <laughs> Please. 911, how can I help you? <laughs> have you seen yes. this commercial? <laughs> yes, I the have. The old lady that's trying to call When you call 911, the Democrats won't be there. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> 911, how can I help you? It's me, Judy. I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> uh, let me put you through to Joe Biden. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Democrat 911, how can I help you? <laughs> right. I've got my hand stuck in the car door. I can't get it out. I need help immediately. Uh, let me try Barack Obama real quick and see what he's up to. Unfortunately, we've defunded all the police departments. So. <laughs> Hurry up. I can't help. Uh, here, I've got Nancy Pelosi on the line. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, lady? The, she, first of all, she says that when you call 911, the Democrats won't be there. When I call 911, I don't want the Democrats to be there. I want yeah. a police officer or a fire department. When I want a bunch of bullshitty do-nothings, then I'll call the, the Democrats because they're up there doing nothing to also. Both, both sides of the aisle. But now here's where Kimberly gets, here's where Kimberly has gotten all the memes and craziness that's gone on after her speech. This is why yeah, this has been, been such a big news like, story. really yelled. Listen. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream, the best is yet to come. Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and dolphins, fishes and birds, I present to you God Almighty himself, Donald J. Trump. (laughs) The fuck are you talking about, lady? This, this is why I can't watch. Totally. You shouldn't watch. I mean, you shouldn't watch if this kind of stuff disturbs you. But when I was watching it, I was like, oh, my God, this lady's literally screaming into like as if she wants to pull people into the. Yeah. And, and shake them. Right. I know what they're doing. They're riling up the base. They're trying to get them emotional. But I think this kind of fell way flat because it's almost it's bordering on crazy. And I, I think even even Republicans who are diehard Republicans probably watch this speech and were like, well, lady, that's Whoa. a little bit over the top. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Podcasting North, how can I help you? Uh, yeah, man, I just, uh, I just fell down. I think I broke my leg. Uh, okay, this is 911 too. <laughs> Wait, did you say Podcast Universe or 911? No, ever since the Democrats, we've been, uh, we've been taking 911 phone calls. <laughs> oh my God, what am I going to do about my broken leg? I think if you had to take two subscribers and call me in the morning. <laughs> Take a banner ad and put it over your broken leg. Everything's going to be just fine. Take take a chill pill. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they're trying to scare people. <laughs> they're totally trying to scare people with their. <laughs> okay, so now that get me thinking. Like, listen, to be fair, Brian. There, Joe Biden is in office too, right? And Joe Biden isn't exactly Mr. Wonderful with the words either. Uh, or Joe Biden's running for office, and he isn't exactly Mr. Wonderful with the words either. Let's listen to what Joe had to say one time. 
Now is the time to heed the timeless advice from Teddy Roosevelt. Speak softly and carry a big stick. End of quote. I promise you, the president has a big stick. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, Joe, good, uh, good old Uncle Joe. Good old he, just, yeah. Uncle he has Joe. a way with words. There was George Bush. He, he was one with the words, too. Strategically. We got an issue in America. I use that. Too many good docs are getting out of business. Too many OBGYNs aren't able to practice their... Their love with women all across this country. (laughs) (laughs) Their love. And then, of course, my favorite of all time, and uh, this is where I get this from, is that when, uh, remember that guy, Howard Dean, who was running for president that one time? Yes, where he goes, and we're going to take it to Virginia. We're going to go to Ohio. We're going to go to California. We're going to go to Ohio. (laughs) 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 And people were like, it, imagine how far we've come politically that that totally got he just went out of the race at that point like as soon yeah. as he as soon as he went everyone like not voting for that guy and now it's like grab him by the pussy it's so true like we oh have come this is we've gone so Far down the rabbit hole of bullshit yeah, I, that was someone screaming like that turned everybody <laughs> off 20 years ago, 20 years ago. Now we're talking about that uh, 1998 or 94 or something like that. This yeah. this guy, Howard Dean, for those of you who weren't even born at that point, this guy, <laughs> Howard Dean, was running for president as a Democratic candidate. And he was not expected to win anything, but he had momentum, just like Barack Obama had momentum going into some of these primaries. He had a little bit of momentum. And I think it was the New Hampshire primary that he won, I think, right? And he's yeah. giving a speech or he came in third or second or something. He even showed up with a heartbeat. And then everyone was saying, Howard Dean's going to be the president because he, you know, he's got momentum on him. And every, and he really did have a lot of momentum. People were getting excited about him. However, he shows up in an auditorium. And this is the only thing that he does. I don't have the full clip with me. But th- what he does is he's addressing this rowdy crowd. Everyone's like this. And he's like, we want New Hampshire. And now we're on our way to Ohio. And then we're going to go to South Carolina. And then we're going to go to and all of a sudden, he had to drop out of the race did, because everyone was done. like, you're a fucking idiot. What were, you're crazy. Why did you scream <laughs> on stage like that? Now you can say, grab him by the pussies, Uncle Joe's massaging people's legs. It's like, what are you? What is, yeah. where have we gone? What has happened? <laughs> Why can't we all just be normal again? That's what I wish for. Oh, totally. Uh, it's just like, Brian. it's a total shit show, honey. And I just don't even know what to do about it, it really anymore. Is. It really I is. Know. I hope at least changes. at least we can take we can take some comfort in knowing that we have some if we don't have political leaders that we can trust and follow we've got some religious leaders that we can trust and follow oh yes yes uh <laughs> i myself consider myself a, a born again <clears throat> sometimes mm-hmm. and the one leader that i like to go to the one religious leader that i follow more frequently than not i'm often find myself quoting him uh, he of the bread is the value of the womb. Uh, let not a dick lay down with a dick, uh, or five goats shall be slaughtered. Uh, my favorite one. My favorite one is uh, the woman's place is in the chain, not out of the chain. That's my favorite one. There's also That's the one that yes, that uh, if your woman <laughs> speaks out of turn, uh, she does forty days of dishes. There's a lot ah! of yeah, there's a, <laughs> Cut it out right now. 
and nine. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of great interpretations of the Bible that Jerry Falwell Jr. has made. Oh. And he's probably names. partly responsible for Donald Trump getting <laughs> getting elected, right? Is because he yeah, he was one he of the first it. religious leaders that really got on board with Donald Trump, and that putting those evangelicals on the course with Trump really, I think, kind of put Trump yeah. over the over the edge. Now, even though Trump lost the popular vote, he won some of the swing states that made it. Jerry Falwell Jr. is a born again Christian. He is in charge or was in charge of Liberty University, one of the mm-hmm. most religious right evangelical colleges that and it might be the only one that's this evangelical. He yeah. invited all these students back in the middle of the pandemic, but fear not. Jerry walks like he talks. I just want you to know he that. He does. Yeah. Because even <laughs> though Jerry says, let not Dick lay with Dick, uh, or, you know, <laughs> or murder them <laughs> or vag with that, let not the scissor be, let not the scissor sisters be had. <laughs> Yes. Or it shall be bad, 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 bad. Uh, I'm coming up with like nursery rhymes for Jerry Falwell <laughs> Let not the vaginas touch. It might be too much. <laughs> you can put that in children's That's book. Right. I could. It's, it's mm-hmm. called, yeah. <laughs> my daddy has a ding dong. <laughs> or we could call it my two dad's ding dongs. So Jerry Falwell Jr., who is just this religious right person you can go and do your own homework on him but he's quite the mm-hmm. character right yeah a couple of days ago or maybe a week ago some guy a pool boy in a miami hotel decides yes, that he's well, backing up backing go ahead. up just like a couple of weeks ago he got in trouble for the picture with him with the girl that's not his wife and they both have their pants down or their zippers down and he's holding like a glass of wine <laughs> he's on a yacht like a 68 yeah, <laughs> yeah. foot yacht right like just like the yeah. most opulence you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> life which is what all these fuckers do yeah. right because they don't have to pay any taxes and they just collecting money from poor people who aren't thinking correctly yes and so he's on a yacht and then he starts taking pictures with a young lady who is not his wife and their pants are unzipped and open. And they're kind of like, I, I don't know, like almost like a sexual innuendo. Maybe a joke. I mean, of course, it, maybe it was a joke. That's the way it was intended. But you are the president of Liberty University <laughs> right. and one of the you largest mega like evangelical, <laughs> church, evangelical churches in the fucking world. You can't do that. That's not a you joke you can like make. That. You're not no. afforded to. It's almost comical. <laughs> it's almost fucking comical that every yeah. time a preacher comes out and says that, you know, the homos should be burned, that they end up getting caught with some young man in a hotel or, you know, uh, preach uh, prosperity and then they get caught in some kind of financial fraud or yep. whatever it is. And then they go to jail <laughs> for years because, you know, they were doing right. some shenanigans or whatever it is. It's almost comical. Everyone's human and we all make mistakes, but they damn these people to hell. They damn everyone to hell that they don't see right with. Yep. And, and then their followers just go blindly off and do the same thing, making life tough on underprivileged people who just don't think the way that you do or don't sleep with the same person that you do and then fuck those people but you happen to be doing the same thing in your own fucking bedroom because jerry fucking falwell fucking jr was (laughs) apparently paying is the way that i read this paying a pool boy that worked in a miami hotel to have sex with his wife Yes. That's not Jerry Falwell paying to have <laughs> sex with the pool boy's wife. That's Jerry Falwell paying the pool boy to have sex with Jerry Falwell's wife. Yes, while he watched. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> while he watched. 
Yes. It's called cuckolding. <laughs> There's a name for it, and it's a pretty popular porn term. Cuckolding yeah. means that you are watching your significant other get plowed, and that turns you on, or you feel, I don't know, or you just like being embarrassed or humiliated or something. Whatever you're into, Jerry, yeah. Junior, cool, dude. You want to watch yeah. your wife get plowed from behind by some hot pool boy from Miami? I'm yeah. down with it, dude. Good sure. for you. A plus. Yeah. Not my thing. Uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty bad at sex anyway. I like to keep things just closed tight in my own room. So, I, so Astrid doesn't realize <laughs> that the hot Miami pool boy can be paid to have sex with her. <laughs> but the way that you pontificate and the way that you make up bullshit, you take the Bible and you twist it all in different kind of words to fit your agenda and your schedule and all your other bullshit, horseshit, motherfucking cow dung manure crap. Yes. And you make people hate each other and hate other people because you twist up these words and you make them self-serving. And the truth is, is that you're doing the exact same fucking thing in your bedroom, in your financial life, with other women, with other pool boys. Jerry fucking Falwell Jr., congratulations. You are the asshat of the week. I can't even believe. He is. I, I just like, it just, yeah. it, it just drives me crazy. And the evangelicals. Listen, I don't care if you're an event fucking It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. You're born again. Good for you. That makes you feel better. I love it. Congratulations. It's all the bullshit that you spew right, at other judgment. people. The judgment, the judgment. The pure judgment that you put on other people's lives for stuff that you're probably doing yourself. That's why I don't. That's, that's, I'm, I'm a judgment free person. And because I don't want to be judged. I, mean, <laughs> I don't want to be judged. I got yeah. plenty of, I got plenty of skeletons in my own closet. Yeah. I've been wrong plenty of times. I've done stupid shit. My, the entirety of my life, I've been doing stupid <laughs> shit. Look at me. I'm doing a podcast to three people. Ah! <laughs> would you like to make that four people? Yes, I would. And $75,000 <laughs> care of Bob Jones to Venezuela <laughs> via Litecoin. I thought you said Bitcoin. Litecoin. Uh, I had a little trouble with Bitcoin. <laughs> a little bit of trouble with Bitcoin. I had some people from the FBI show up at my front door. So if you could send it via Litecoin, I would appreciate it. <laughs> okay, fine, I will. Give me those subscribers now. Okay, no problem. <laughs> be careful, you're going to have a heart attack. <laughs> Our first two YouTube videos is going to be me having a stroke. <laughs> it just doesn't get old. Oh my God, it doesn't. That, that clip does never get old. I love that guy screaming like that. And <clears throat> quite frankly, now I'd take Howard Dean over all these yahoos. I'd be like, Howard, yeah. come on back, buddy. He's like a moderate Democrat. He was such a nice guy. So he seemed like such a nice guy. And then he'd like, that was the funny thing about it is that he was such a nice guy. So down, yeah. you know, so calm and just, and then all he of a sudden got, he got overwhelmed with his, he did his rally. He got so excited that he won something. <laughs> He's like me when I see a new subscriber. <laughs> Where's Spotify when you need it? <laughs> I got a new subscriber. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to make, <laughs> I'm going to put on regional notifications. Every time we get a subscriber, it's going to go. <laughs> I love uh, it. Or maybe I should do that when people start up subscribing from this particular episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
I don't know what else to say about Jerry Falwell Jr. I think I've said it all, but the the judgment. He resigned. Fucking I think I saw that. Yeah, he, he had to resign from. You he first, have to. First, <laughs> you kind of do when you got your dick out on a yacht. Uh, yes. <laughs> Next to some young, you know, sassy tass, and then you're <laughs> letting the pool boy fuck your wife. I mean, yeah, and yeah. Out of the. I never got the that. World. I never. I don't understand what the cuckolding's all about. I don't get it. I mean, if you're into it, cool, but I just don't get it. Each to their own. I mean, to each to their own is is correct. That's and that's one of those things. And and it's yeah. like I forget who was talking about this. Maybe it was Howard Stern a couple of years back. But they went to like a cuckolding conference or something. Oh wow! And, was, and I was watching video <laughs> clips of the cuckolding conference. <clears throat> Not of the guys actually, you know, people yeah. actually having, but like guys that were at the conference. And yeah. they were just seemed like perfectly normal guys. And they were like, yeah. I just like watching my wife get plowed. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> I like watching her get it right in the right in the rear. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. It does not compute for me. I don't understand why you'd want to do that. You have a perfectly lovely wife. Why don't you just <laughs> why don't you just have sex with her? <laughs> I mean, if you need to spice things up, get a dildo or something. I don't know. <laughs> Put a Klondike bar on her tits. Around. I mean, come on, let's go. What do we? <laughs> it makes the world go uh, You know, uh, I've been to tell you last week that I let uh, my father listen to my mom's impression <clears throat> on my podcast. Yeah, my parents have been divorced for some time, for many years, actually. And so my mom and my dad, they don't, they don't really talk anymore. You know, it's not like they, there's no reason to communicate besides if the children are doing something or whatever. And my dad's happily remarried and I let him listen. And so he was like, (laughs) while we were taking a walk and I let him listen to my, to the impression of my mother and then to my mother's voicemail. And he was like, how did you, how did you get your mom to say all those things? And I was like, (laughs) on which one? And he was talking about the one where I was doing the impression. And he's like, is that your mom's voice? And I was like, no, dad, it's my voice. And he's like, oh, sounded like her voice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You did I, a good impression. Yes, he did. Very good. How are you doing, Hobley? <laughs> I'm good. Is everything good with you? <laughs> did, much. did you know that I saw on Fox News that you can now go to concerts? Everything's okay. I thought the, the virus went away, honey. Cool. Yeah. They don't even touch Sounds you. Good. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even touch you. That's right. They said you could be in a closet with other people singing and everything's just fine. And as a matter Sweet. of yeah, as a matter of fact, you don't even have to get tested anymore. That's right. <clears throat> no yep. tests. Don't worry about the tests. <laughs> yeah, my my eighty eight year old grandfather told me this yesterday when I saw him. He's like, there's really no need to get tested anymore. I was oh. like, where did you, where did you hear that? He goes, The T V said the TV, huh? Your grandfather right. sounds so smart. <laughs> I was like, does he have a off, dad? Started off Fox News. Does, does your grandfather have a father? <laughs> does he need a father? Because <laughs> Irving needs some Irving. children. Irving wants to adopt your father. I just talked to him. You know Kennesaw Jean? The Jean lives in Kennesaw. <laughs> you know her only? Kennesaw Jean? I don't. Okay. Well, she's from Kennesaw. And she's only got one eyeball. And she falls asleep at the table sometimes in her soup. <laughs> she watches CNN and she says the virus is still around. But I went to Elegant Nails and they don't even touch you. <laughs> it's amazing. It's unbelievable. I haven't even gotten the virus yet. I don't even think anybody has the virus, to be honest with you, Holly. No, it's made up. No, I think it's all made up. Yeah. To sell more T-shirts. <laughs> 
Hey, mom, it's Brian. Oh, hi, honey. I didn't know you were there. Yeah. Uh, sell more <laughs> which T-shirts? Oh, Biden. <laughs> oh, Biden, mom? Yeah, you know, Joe O'Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just Joe Biden, mom. No, it's Joe O'Biden. He's Irish. <laughs> I saw it on Fox News. He was born in Ireland. He's not even a citizen. He can't vote. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Did you know that people in Mexico are voting by mail? <laughs> by the millions. That's what I read. The ladies at Elegant Nails looks like they've been voting three or four times themselves. <laughs> okay, Mom, I gotta let you go. This is just racist bullshit now. Oh no, honey, I'm not racist. <laughs> I just want to put America first. <laughs> you sound like Kimberly Guilfoyle. What a nice young lady that is. <laughs> Attention, dolphins and trumpets and saxophones. God Almighty Himself appointed us, anointed us to run the country. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Howard. I appreciate it. Oh, holy, what are we going to do with ourselves? Yeah. Take it one day at the time, yeah, Brian. I think that. <laughs> one day at the time. I'm very excited that this is our 21st um, podcast because we're legal. Now. Oh, yeah. We're legal now. That yeah. means we can go on YouTube and watch yes. bad videos. Sweet. Yeah. I'm just waiting until <laughs> they. You know, on YouTube, they have like a whole like. I was thinking to myself, oh, if we ever get, <laughs> if we ever get more than 13 subscribers, we could make some money on this. You know, we could actually, you know, get some yeah. views and make some money, but they have this whole monetization platform. And I think you uh -huh. have to like, your content has to be pretty squeaky clean to like be a part of that monetization platform. Oh. That's with like the big companies like Procter and Gamble and Walmart and stuff. They all got together and said, here are the, here are the, here are the YouTube channels we don't want our ads run on. And although the commercial break doesn't, you know, we just have an audio channel right now on YouTube. I'm pretty sure that they're going to add us to it. <laughs> they probably will. Walmart, how can I help you? Yes, I was wondering if you'd like to run your ads on, on, my, on my podcast. What's the name of your podcast? The commercial break. Oh, no, 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 no. We just had a big board meeting about this yesterday. No, thanks. You're thanks. Yeah, you're on the list, as a matter of fact. I can't even talk to you. I'm going to go. Bye. Okay. Bye. It's your Walmart. Bye, Brian. Call, it's your call, Walmart. Call the Democrats. Oh, call the Democrats. That's right. <laughs> DCB Podcast is where you go to read all the show notes. You can listen to all the old episodes. Listen to them, download them there. We're available on Spotify, Google, Apple, every single major podcast platform that I can think of. And I've called all of them to run a banner. <laughs> <laughs> every single one of them, you can, uh, you can find us there. Tune in. We drop new episodes every Wednesday right around midnight. And if you have any audio clips or you funny stories or whatever that you put in audio and you want to send it to us so that we can play it on air at some point, I promise I'll do you right. You just have to own the content. Don't send me like, <laughs> don't send me like Saturday Night Live clips <laughs> and expect that I'm going to play it because I can't. That's how I get sued. And we don't have any money yet. No. The money's just going one way right now in this podcast. <laughs> Blowing away. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. Get on those subscribers. Oh, look at that. One subscriber already. <laughs> What's that guy's name? John Smith. <laughs> Isn't that who I sent the money to? Yeah, he must really like your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get on that pod universe. 
Until next Wednesday when we have another episode of the commercial break. I love you, Holy. We are going to get through this. I love you, Brian. Yes, we are. I'm confident. Bye. Bye. Email us at thecommercialb at gmail.com. Find us and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Commercial Break. New episodes drop every Wednesday. We can be found on Spotify, iHeartMedia, Apple, Google, and all major podcast providers. The Commercial Break is a great middleweight production. Written and produced by Brian Green. Co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley.